Welcome. To Arcade Audio. By the way, I meant I meant to. Rec- you're recording this, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. good. Yeah. Uh, if you can edit this real quick and put this up to go up on Friday, that would be great. I can get this up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking do it. Oh my god. Hey, Mullet, can you hear me? Hey, well, yeah, I can hear you. What's up? Bad boy. I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. Oh, welcome to Potswallow, you cum sniffers. <laughs> you know, you know, when I when I when 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 I was when I took a sabbatical to have a baby, I was I was thinking like in my head, what cataclysmic event <laughs> could happen to like make me break this early? And we're so close. It already should have been broken. Because my baby's still not here. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, someone's going to have to die. Uh, you know, TNA would have to literally be run by a re-zombified Adolf Hitler. Or zomb- and we he, lost He's already been zombified oh. before. Uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> sorry. I mean, I'm in the car. I dropped my mother off at her hotel. Uh, and I was right. Somebody had to die. And it's, uh, it's the old wrestling entertainment. <laughs> uh, Spencer and Rich are in uh, Chicago as you're hearing them. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> we, we, we finished the math. <laughs> we finished the show. We finished Survivor Series. And Rich couldn't stop laughing like a maniac because it broke him. It literally broke him. It, it's kind of reminiscent of two things. Number one, Jack telling me his death in the first Batman film. And uh, the second thing is uh, Widden laughing after a certain match at the end of WrestleMania 30. <laughs> when he literally couldn't stop laughing. I mean, he ended up like crying and breaking one of my doors, but <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm in a pool of wrestling nihilism right now. <laughs> it, <it's laughs> uh, the closest thing I can I can remember <laughs> that isn't like uh, WrestleMania 30 uh, to this was do you remember? When Brock's first match back at Extreme Rules against Cena. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he lost to Cena. And on the home thread of Wrestling Observer, whatever, was just a gif of money burning, right? Yes. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself today, that exact thing, and, and thinking to myself, hey, you know, like, <laughs> they were able to, like, write that ship and, you know, and everyone kind of 
ignores that because they look foolish. <laughs> like, I'm sure something will happen on Raw tomorrow and Heyman can fix anything. And who knows? Maybe they have Goldberg for a WrestleMania match that we'll be there to see. Richard, after oh, tonight, I'm oh, not God, sure. I'm crash into a pole. <laughs> <laughs> After tonight, I don't know if they'll ever be able to fix anything ever again. I have lost my faith completely for the oh, time you know, being. I was, wondering, I was wondering how long it was going to take you, Spencer, to finally go through something that's like, you know what? I don't think I'm up for this. R- Rich Fuck said to me, <laughs> Rich said to me after he finally finished laughing, he turned to me and the first thing was he said, this is what it's really like to be a wrestling fan. We've, we've said it to Augie. When do we say that to Augie? Like, at one point, we're like, hey, thanks for being a wrestling fan with us, you fucking douchebag. <laughs> dumb so, son of a bitch. So let's, do you want to just, like, we don't have to spend too much time doing this, but, like, do you just want to go through real quick and just break down each piece? Well, yeah, because, because I was going to say, like, we, like, we're not a recap or review podcast at all, I mean, but strangely, every year, we've quickly recapped Survivor Series. <laughs> yes. Fuck, it was so fucking great. Oh, my God. Or it's like, what the shit just happened? So I want I want to do this, but I want to do it with the um, with an eye towards pointing out why what they did was bad, and what what maybe they can do to fix it. Okay. Okay. Like, and this I'm talking about way, pure like storyline, literally character work. Everything on this show was a fucking misstep, just to fuck us. Yeah. Like we, just to yeah. fuck us who saw everything coming. Yeah. It's fine. T- monkeys with typewriters, man. Yeah. You're not going to outsmart the internet. Uh, like, two, two things two things before we get that underway. Number one, uh, I want to make sure, because Rich, you're the one that's going to be editing and putting this together to go uh, live. I want to make sure this podcast is titled, Who's Left? And I don't mean that by, like, who's left to be beaten? Who's left to still watch? And number two, <laughs> and number two um, I want to congratulate Rich for, I think, doing the first this is the first time this has happened in six years in uh, Potswoggle Pickums. You didn't get a single match right tonight. And guess what? It's not my fucking fault. <laughs> it really isn't. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. It's really not. It's Tofei's fault because he's the only one to pick Goldberg. And I, I fucking made fun of him so much. <laughs> oh, God. What an asshole. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see him face to face in like less than 48 hours. <laughs> it's going to suck. Uh, all right. Let's start at the top. Uh, what was fucking first? Well, hold on. Oh, Honestly, God. I think the I think the... The elephant in the room is Goldberg and Lesnar. I think we just need to get that out of the way off the top. Yeah. Get out of the way? Okay, cool. And then we can get into the meat of it a little bit more, you know? Cool. Well, again, I got, I got like 15 minutes, so we got we to gotta Okay, zoom, cool. So. Perfect. Then, so uh, I guess I'll, I'll say, uh, first of all, we're sitting here, Rich and I, and it's like, okay, it's going to be a four-hour pay-per-view. All right. Well, they got an hour. We got, they got 45 minutes left. What are they going to do? Oh, nothing. Fuck the fourth hour. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to squash Brock like a jobber in a minute and a half and, and have a good night, y'all. Fucking jabroni! Like, <laughs> so I, I aim it in the corner, bleeding like a bitch. You want to be roided up fruit? So it's like, okay, it doesn't help Lesnar because, okay, who cares anymore? He got beat by some like old man. It doesn't really help Goldberg because he didn't do nothing. It doesn't help his son because his son didn't see him wrestle still. He doesn't have a son because his son's gonna get the fuck beat out of him at school tomorrow. <laughs> Where's your shirt? Where's your shirt? And uh, hey, uh, uh, Goldberg, uh, tell your son to put your shirt on. Put a shirt on. <laughs> you can't. You can't have your son running around without a shirt. My son does whatever he wants to do. 
<laughs> mean Gene. <laughs> hey, listen here, Tony Schiavone. <laughs> I do what I want to do. I mean this in all sincerity. Tonight was the greatest night in the history of our sport. <laughs> uh, Tony Schiavone was saying that to his wife as she was fucking another dude in front of him, finishing three boxes of snack wells. <laughs> Devil's food cake, man. <laughs> so, so anyway, to, um, to, to get back a little bit more, like, so it doesn't help anybody. It helps nobody. And then it's like, okay, well, you know what? Cool. He, he beat him in three seconds. That must mean, uh, you know, Samoa Joe's about to come up or, you know, X is about to come up. Something's going to happen. Some kind of crazy swerve. Undertaker's going to come out. No, nothing. We're just done. Yeah. He makes out with some old people, drags his kid in the ring <laughs> and then fucking leaves. You it's like I this. saw the time and I was like, man, whatever this post-match segment is, is going to be really long. That's what I was oh, saying. Nope. Story time. Yeah. <laughs> I... Here's my here's my theory. Okay. <laughs> How do they pull this out? Because because fuck it. After the Wyatt family won, we are now in the upside down. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and that's the end of my theory. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna burn for like like thirty seconds. Uh, I, there. Remember that list we had of people like that were fuck you two after Undertaker lost. I feel like there's so many people that got hurt by this that weren't even associated to it. The Undertaker's such a bitch. He lost to some old Jewish guy now. That's what it really boils down to. For 30 years, the Undertaker was being built up to lose to an old Jewish guy. (laughs) A a flamed-out Atlanta Falcon. He basically lost to fucking Jamal Anderson. (laughs) Fucking, it's... Like, the video game sales that down? And why would you want to buy the video game now? You just saw it in a minute. Fantasy Warfare just got real. Yeah, real, real. Yeah, that game sucks. So fucking yeah. real. God damn it, man. Like, it's, it's, I, I said it in our face, our Facebook things. Like, you know what? CM Punk was right. <laughs> this whole time. It's just, you know, if, if it had been him coming back, he, maybe he would have beat Lesnar in a minute because that's all it takes. It's so fucking short-sighted to have every single person in your entire fucking company for four years look like such fucking pussy ass bitches and then have a 50 year old dude come back and beat the guy that nobody else can beat in under a minute from the company that you put out of business that you've made a point of to not i saw like jim Cornette. god damn it (laughs) that said like we're all gonna be eating a bunch of crow in four years when goldberg is like four-time wrestler of the year Goldberg's back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Goldberg's, Goldberg's back. back full time. He's working 320 days a year. <laughs> fucking putting on four and a half star matches with AJ Styles on house shows. Coming up hot on Flair's record. <laughs> Bill Goldberg couldn't name five wrestlers on the roster right now. <laughs> I honestly mean that. He has no idea anything. Uh, it's Spencer, you mentioned how like they're friends. Him and Lesnar, because I'm just like, I wonder what that conversation was like. Yeah, yeah like, oh like, well, you know, Goldberg and you know Lesnar, they're friends, so you know it's probably. Like, I ain't that good of friends with anybody. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that for you, mullet. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Hey man, I just had a baby. Like, can we? Can, like, you know, I, I really can't work tonight. Like, 90 seconds, spear jackhammer, we go home. Suck like, a dick. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We're going 25. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> They just rebuilt that table. I got to put you through it. Why did they have to rebuild the table? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and at one point, the they, 
they went over like so <laughs> in the match before they had busted through the the middle table and then went to go bust through the first table and for some reason yeah. didn't went to the far side to to bust through that table so it was like oh okay they well, must be saving that they're saving that table for something nope because that's how deep the swerve is man so, that's how deep this you you were right as well mullet tonight had fucking fingerprints of russo all over it look i know when he got banned from pods he was gonna have to find something to do he got rehired <laughs> he's gonna have to fucking come back it's just it it's like i'm really glad that we're in the 999 era because like in all honesty what is the difference between this and like the finger poke of doom Seriously, like, I, I, oh, I know that's, like, saying, that's saying something, but, like, to the people that were anticipating and being built this up, why? Like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Even it's, if you yeah, were absolutely. excited for a shitty 10-minute fucking Bill Romanowski and Brian Bosworth meathead-a-palooza fucking fuck fest, then, then we, at least you were going to get that. We got, we got music manned. <laughs> <laughs> the instruments never came. We really did. Okay, I, I got like seven, six minutes left. Let's go through the other fucking matches real quick. All right. Uh, okay, so for, how about this one? This one comes to my mind. Um, Hold on. Was the women's match the best match of the night? No. And all things considered, the fucking like 70-minute Raw and SmackDown single smorgasbord was the best match. Yeah, there, there's a, so much fluff. It's hard for me to agree with you there, but they had the most cool spots. But that's just because they had an hour long to do stuff. Yeah. The, the women's match was a fucking sloppy mess, in my opinion. It really wasn't very good. I don't even remember it, really, but I remember it being the least perplexing. No. The best match was Sammy and The Miz. The Miz is having the best matches on every show now. <laughs> How are you jumping in your car? Because I heard you jump. <laughs> I don't know. I'm driving through downtown Windermere. If I, if I turn left on accident, 40 millimeters, I'm going to be bankrupt times 10. <laughs> Okay. The richest part of Orlando I'm driving through like a maniac. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so let's let's just do stuff that we can f- even sure. understand. Yeah. All right, how about this? Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, uh, Cruiserweight Classic. You got Brian Kendrick, the Brian Kendrick versus Kalisto. Okay, well, we know in real life the Cruiserweight division will be taping on SmackDown. Okay, well, that means that's uh, Brian Kendrick is going to lose. Okay, well, maybe we want to keep him being the champion. Well, maybe he loses by a DQ or something weird like that. Okay. Nope. Kalisto just straight up wins clean. Fuck you, cruiserweights. You're staying on Raw, and you're driving back and forth between. Kendrick wins. Kendrick wins not even clean, but by DQ. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, was that why, because of Baron why? Corbin? That was because of Corbin. Because of Corbin. Baron Corbin. Yeah, Corbin hit fucking uh, Kendrick first. For no yeah. reason. It made no why, sense. Why, why did he hit Kendrick? And, and, hey, man, and, I got the cool long hair. After the, after the match, the announcers go, well, you know, Baron Corbin is only in it for himself. Then why the fuck was he out there messing with these guys at all? And then, and then the, like, their explanation in the backstage was him going, yeah, I don't want one of those little midgets running around. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Who, you, this doesn't <laughs> affect you. Yeah. So it made no sense. Like, they took Baron out of the, the Survivor Series match in order to have him deliver bullshit story. It makes zero sense. Well, um, because, because we had to make sure that just in case Chris Nowinski didn't have Shane McMahon's brain unlocked, he had to make sure that Shane McMahon's brain was going to go to the Sports Legacy Institute to see all the fucking holes in it. That yeah. was fucking gross. Yeah, I was concerned. I was pretty concerned. That was pretty dope. Is it bad that out. I wasn't? Like, 
Peter, why did you come back for this? Why? You did this to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't understand that. <laughs> you dopey man. Stop trying to kill yourself in front of your children. <laughs> there was uh, apparently people many... in the last crowd were saying that when that happened, Orton went to, to Shane's kids and been like, it's okay, he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like, jeez. <laughs> okay, so that doesn't make any... Like, none of that makes any sense. Uh, I don't know... Okay, let's move on. All the Ambrose shit was garbage. Oh, oh, yeah, like he ran back out to attack AJ. Yeah, just to to do a triple power bomb. Right. Because the shield was fun. Yeah, it was fun, but I didn't. The the setup, it's like, why? It's it's just so convoluted. Convoluted (laughs) is a good word for it. Um,. Okay, so and Ellsworth being the mascot, he's only there for that one tripping up Braun Strowman spot, and then that's it. He gets killed after that. Like, right. no swerve, no nothing. Like, he was wearing red tights under his blue tights, and had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> red herrings. Oh, hey guys, hey guys, I brought an extra pair of underwear. I'm just gonna wear them. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what about uh, Miz versus uh, uh, Sammy? Right. Okay. So. <laughs> Maurice is just going to blatantly cheat. The ref sees it and then just lets it go. Just lets it go. That's yeah, why, the match. Yeah, Sorry. Why was that not a DQ? Like, no, yeah. Like, like I, I can touch an, an integral part of the match. I'm not touching a person. I'm touching the bell. Yeah. Like, well, look, what, I mean, what, if you can, you know, deflate the balls by however many percent, you can ring a bell and it's fine. What, what if... <laughs> What if I like get on the apron and I start cutting the ropes? Like, <laughs> like you're not going to disqualify me? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, as long as you didn't like, touch a guy. And I just start like snapping the ropes. Yeah, so that, that the whole match just felt like, okay, I don't really know what the point of that was, I guess. Why? I get the fashion police thing, but why are Brizongo cops? Police. Well, well, yeah, but it's like arbitrary, right? Like, Right. I mean, they're. But it's been like don't it's been like get, three weeks. Don't get hung up on that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting to the nitty gritty here, okay? Let them be fine, okay? The real problem is, man, we really better care about the Uso, Shamo, and Cesar. Shamo. 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 Done. Yeah, so let's talk about the tag team match, right? Okay, cool. Before we go, as going into it, uh, Rich was like, oh, well, this will be the match. This will be, you know, finally American Alpha's highlight. We get showcase. to, you know. Okay, they got eliminated. Okay, well, that's because we want to, you know, uh, showcase the club. Oh, they got eliminated. Okay, so we're just going to watch the Usos, Sheamus, and Cesaro fight. For what purpose? For what reason? To push who? To make who look strong? Who cares? You missed missed two more steps there because, like, I was like, fucking American Alpha. Like, okay, you know, it's fine. You know, Survivor Series are actually rebuilding Gallows and Anderson. They've eliminated two teams. Okay, now they're gone. Fuck, good on Heath, man. He's finally... Like he's got, they're just riding the heat. Fuck. Okay, now they're out. Uh, but like, way to go, Enzo and Cash. You guys are the most overtaxing. Now they just got beat too. Yep. Yep. Uh, well, the Usos have been putting in work. Like their heels. That son of a bitch, Sheamus. Straight up. Oh, and then oh yeah. So you reminded me. Thank you. So it's like the whole match ends. Uh, you know, like here's your winners. You know, Sheamus and Cesaro, and they go to do the the handshake thing, sort of like the Mega Powers or whatever. And it's like oh. Yep. Okay, the whole match was to d- demonstrate that they can finally this work together. Was what it was for. This was its purpose. You know what? I'm Team not mad at that payoff. And then they don't do it. They're still mad at each other, and they're still being little bitches. Okay, cool. So literally zero payoff. No one looks good. Everyone looks like shit. Nothing happened. Yeah. Okay, that's not great. 
Um, so how about uh, what was before uh, the uh, women's match? I mean, can we even? But the only thing, the only thing we haven't like great like like t- barely talked about is the women's match. So okay, Wait. so first of all, like, uh, what's her name? Nikki Bella was in it, and she got pulled out for uh, Natty. Natty. Okay, I, I don't hate that. It's kind of like a why you do in the first place. They're in Canada. I mean, okay, cool. Natty's sure. gonna be more over than Nikki in Canada. Sure. Sweet. Totally. What a great moment. What a cool moment for Natty, I guess. You know, but, whatever. But why yeah. the unnecessary swerve? You know? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we can move on from that. that that's fine. Um <laughs> I mean, sorry, if you're gonna if you're gonna pose that question, I don't know what moment from the entire weekend you're talking about. Y- yeah. It really was like the whole show was just like swerving for swerve's sake. Well and and especially in such sharp contrast to what was mm. an unexpected result at TakeOver Toronto. Right. And Triple H said himself in the Facebook Live uh, Q&A afterwards that, <clears throat> you know, everyone thought Shinsuke was going to be like the cornerstone of NXT and he was going to be like the guy that we ran with for the next however long. And uh, that's not what happened. And that's why you saw so many shocked faces. Which is sure, and like that played. It's like, oh damn! All right, this is what they're doing then. Right. Like it had a purpose, and and, and that's that's kind of on us for being like trying to next level them, trying to be like yeah. sort of smarky, like. Well, and it just plays on expect. There's a difference between playing on expectations, right, right, and and playing to just to contradict expectations, right. Well, it's because it's 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 conceivable that Joe wins because he has won before. He's a very yes, you know, exactly. He's, he's top tier dude. Like, okay, cool. He beat Shinsuke. You know, fair enough. Can, yeah, contrast it with today where they were just screw, screwing things up. You know, uh, for the sake of just doing it. Like, yeah. Or seemingly, I'm sure someone had a plan for why all this happened. I, I for the life of me couldn't tell you what it is. You know, I, I assume in, in my head at least the most important thing is continuing storyline <laughs> progression, plot points, character development. And I didn't see any of that tonight. Mullet, are you yelling about something? Uh, no, I, I just parked outside my house and I stopped for a moment because I, I, I realized, well, you know what? We haven't talked about, you know, I'm sure everything was fine on the pre-show. And then I read the Kane beat Luke Harper. And guys, I'm done. I didn't, I didn't know about that. <laughs> didn't either. I read it and I was like, oh, when, when Harper came out, I was like, oh, man, like, fuck, sweet. Like, you yeah. know, there's, they're actually like having Harper is like this, you know, gloom and doom, like like third part equal share of the Wyatt family. And then I just read he lost to Kane, who was the same age as Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's just, maybe 50 is the new 40. Maybe Vince is just clinging to, clinging to life. And he needs like, this is like his wish fulfillment. What is before? Like, cause I know you got to go. I just want to ask you, cause I asked yeah. Spencer and we just didn't really come to any conclusion. What is the conversation that happens for the for the that Goldberg match? Like, what is that conversation? How's that go? Between who? Just like everybody involved, like like they're in a room. Like who? How does that idea get brought up? Like, hey, we're just gonna squash Lesnar. Is that cool? Yeah, follow me. That, 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 there you go. That, that was it. <laughs> Like was Vince just like I'm done? I can't anymore. I've got I've got a tea time at two o'clock, and I just gotta go. I honestly like I now that I'm like sitting and thinking about it, something major has had to have happened. Yeah, that we don't like like if like I would not be surprised if like we just don't see Brock Lesnar again. Sure, I would yeah. not be 
surprised if like like Goldberg's on Raw tomorrow night and like he is gonna wrestle fucking Taker. He's gonna fucking wrestle. I don't even know who. Or fucking I don't know. Like something. Yeah, yeah, that'll put fucking butts in the seats in San Antonio. Right. Um, like I don't like something had to have happened. Like there's no way that was the 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 idea from the jump. It couldn't have been. And, yeah. Like, did he really fuck his shoulder up that bad? Like, beating up some fucking local jamokes on Monday? They're like, fuck, he can only do three moves. Well, if he can only do three moves, let's make sure it's the only three moves in the match. That's possible. Yeah, that is possible. Uh, I, I don't, like, it, it, I'm speechless. <laughs> They're just, yeah, I mean, we're, we're definitely not taking into account any potential backstage politics or, or anything because if we're just and coming it, at it from a pure storyline perspective, n- most of this doesn't make sense. So there definitely has to be something overriding everything else. Because, because there's no because. And I'm talking about the whole show tonight. Like every. I mean, yeah, the entire unless, every booking unless, decision was yeah. Politics video game over story. And sales have been that great that like we can get a lot more money out of Goldberg, like his like Kiss '96 tour. Right. You know. Right. As opposed to like what's been built up for three years and Lesnar's money matches. Like we've said, Lesnar doesn't have a lot of money matches left. The one we said was Samoa Joe. That that's fucking done. Like I I don't care. All right, cool. I don't care. <laughs> I don't yeah. care anymore. Don't, don't need to see that. I don't want to see Goldberg and Samoa Joe. That just, just doesn't sound right. <laughs> yeah, Lesnar just looks like a clown now. It, like like were they waiting to punish him for something? Like were they waiting right. to punish him for the steroid thing? And like, fuck! I, if I were Randy Orton, I would be pissed. <laughs> Randy Orton got a fucking concussion for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I told you, there's a lot of losers here. There's a lot of these fucking keep digging out layers. There's a lot of fucking losers. Chris yeah, Jericho I mean, got kicked by Brock Lesnar for nothing. How many people uh, subscribe to the network? Mm-hmm. That's the number of losers we have. <laughs> it's very true. It's and again, like, thank fucking god we didn't pay forty bucks for this. Well, because I wouldn't have, because I, I wasn't that excited about Survivor Series. Yeah, I mean, was dollars, not forty dollars excited for Survivor Series. But uh, that's the thing. I'm, that's the thing I was worried about. I think I mentioned it to Rich when the network started. I was like, they're gonna do more things, not like this, but they're gonna feel more inclined to take liberties with stories with more fucking you know, shitty ending and with more fucking like not putting the main events in the main events because fuck you, you're paying 10 bucks a month for everything. Right. You know, you know, not in a big four pay-per-view would I expect that, but yeah. Well, but also on the same side of the coin, like, you know, the SmackDown only pay-per-views, the ones that we've had have all been super solid, mm-hmm. you know, True. like, of course I, I just, well, to can we uh, if if you have to go, I'd like to end on a positive note and just briefly, briefly talk about Takeover because that was a really good pay per view. I mean, that what I was really gonna fun- say was when I you guys can keep going, like don't don't stop for me. I'm just saying what my time frame is. So yeah, I I need to I need to go in to make sure that uh, that Sam is good because she's getting out of the shower. Um, sure. But I, I will I will leave you guys with with this. Um, I will encourage you guys to do this when I go away. Uh, taking from RJ Hayes' rap, I want you each to give me three things that you liked about the pay-per-view tonight. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, and uh, 
I'm really excited to see you in person to watch the wrestling show from a company we just saw that we paid $250 for. I know. That's what I kept thinking, too. <laughs> well, hey, there's bound to be some good stuff over six hours, right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We're going to have to go there Saturday morning to get through the fucking show. Good point. I love you both. Enjoy your evening. Uh, keep shredding them. Talk takeover. And uh, everybody, next time you hear me, I better be a fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, have a good night, I'm going to get as good a dad as Bill Goldberg is to his son. Ah, superheroes are the best. Take your shirt off. <laughs> he didn't even tweet the fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I can't think of three things I like, but I can think of a couple. Um, so first of all, I think man, maybe you might have this one too. Uh, we Orton took uh, a spear for Bray Wyatt. Yes, uh, solidifying him his place uh, as firmly in the Bray Wyatt he, camp. He took the bullet for the leader. Yeah, that was on my list. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I that felt I like a big a, moment. Yeah, I was able to write four things down actually. Okay, good. So you make up for yeah. the one I'm missing. Yeah, um, I'm a I'm a positive poly over here. Okay. Uh, so yeah, why it's uh being like a solid group because we were talking about this earlier this week. Like, I really fucking hope Orton is just in. Right. Like, it's, I want him no, to be fucking no, in. There's no ulterior motives or yeah. Ex- yeah. Um, that's the best story you could tell right there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I liked uh, Corey Graves and Morrow uh, kind of calling stuff together. Yeah, that crossed my mind, for, certainly. Um, but then I was like, well, but where was Phillips? You know, they had everyone <laughs> yeah. there but Phillips, so he must be sick or on vacation or something. No, that's that still that'd be that would be too much. Yeah, you yeah. can rotate eight people out, but nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, now calm yourself. <laughs> that's too many. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I uh, like go go again. Okay, okay. I, um, I really liked. I I thought AJ came across looking pretty good in the uh, the uh, the men the men's match, um, and he came across the, like the one not looking like a fucking asshole, costing his team the goddamn match. Which like he didn't, but I mean, the te- his team didn't lose the match, but if they fucking did, it'd be Dean's fault. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at this point, it's like, you. I don't know, man. Like, I understand that you, you, you have, like, shades of gray and, and whatever. And so Roman isn't necessarily, like, a full baby face, and Dean isn't a full baby face or whatever. But Dean doing shit like that, like, attacking the, the heel yeah. doesn't make you a good guy. Yeah. You know? Makes you a dick. <laughs> Makes you a dick. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Dean and, and uh, uh, what's the name? Roman. Uh, I do have to say, I felt like towards the end of the match... Um, or excuse me, uh, Roman and Seth, I should say. Mm-hmm. Roman and Seth, it seemed like we're, we're getting along. So it was kind of nice to be yeah. like, oh, you know what? They're both good guys. They're both on the same page together now, and they're working yeah. together as a team. Um, and I kind of like, I kind of bought into Roman a little bit. I was like, okay. I feel like enough. That's the thing. That's the thing about Roman is like when he's buddying up with Seth or Dean, you yeah. kind of buy in a little bit. That's funny. Because he's a good, like, it's like he's a good friend. He's a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> he seemed earnest. He was like, he was like looking at, at uh, Seth and was like, yeah. we can do this, man. We can do this. Like, and he like kind of cuts loose a little bit too in sure. ways that he doesn't when he's by himself. Sure. Like when he awkwardly switched from the first table to the third table, <laughs> like he's like, no, this one, I don't like you guys. <laughs> That's weird and funny. Like, sure, yeah. fuck it, be quirky. Yeah. So I, I liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the third thing I liked, um, and Mullet actually just also uh, pointed this out mm. over uh, Messenger with me, um, that Brock Lesnar and Goldberg got paid more than the entire cruiserweight division to wrestle for ninety seconds. Wow. 
Wow, man. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> I love it. Goldberg, buy a few more cars for your garage, dude. <laughs> uh, that was the third thing I had. Under that was Goldberg, man. <laughs> Just like I remember him. God dang, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's the type of match he would have with. Das Wunderkind, Alex Wright. <laughs> sure, sure, you know, yeah. <laughs> like that's the match he would have with Disco Inferno. Yep, yeah, definitely. Brock Lesnar equals Disco Inferno. Yeah, like you're not, you're not kidding. It was, yeah, what four, four moves total? If you count the shove, if you count the shove, yeah, yeah, and if you count each spear individually, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's that's fine. Um, do do you want to spend any more time talking about this, or I never want to stop talking about this. Yeah, I, I know you do. You're you're just like a, a pig in shit right now. I am um, because that's like this is this is it. Like yeah. you either become disgruntled about it, and and the internet's a super great place to just bitch and moan. Right, right. Or you're just like, ah, fuck, they did it. <laughs> they did it again. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, well, I mean, luckily you do have things like SmackDown Live and NXT that are, like, good programs that are put on by the same company. So it's like, you know what? They're not fully... It also makes it so perplexing how this can happen. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's it's total catch-22. It makes no sense. Like, the same man is in charge, ostensibly, of all these programs. So why is this one so bad, you know? Can't, can't. And just so much taking the legs out from people yeah. and so much cutting off your nose to spite your face which is not news it's historically what he's done because he wants to protect his flagship Mm. at all at his own it's yeah and it's it's casting it's such such a harsh light when you watch something like lucha underground yeah that has um like a a real storyline you know it's week to week things are happening and and it's a collective it's a collective everyone is as invested as the next person yeah right you know Mm mm-hmm like everyone in that writer room, writer's room for Lucha is as invested as the next person. Sure. And of course you do have a, a final say, but like yeah. the final say isn't like deranged by 50 years of being in the business. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hiding his money under his mattress or whatever it is he's doing. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it's not to say that like WWE couldn't be that. Like anything could be that. Like yeah. it's just a matter of like being willing to put in probably a little bit more work. There was a, a story and, I just want to fucking get this on record. There's a story a few weeks back the fa- about the fact that uh, Vince McMahon is as fully involved in Raw as he is in SmackDown. I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah, I refuse to believe that. You cannot. Me too. That's like some touring test shit right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't buy it either. <laughs> Um, someone I heard someone say it, it might have been on the um, the AV clubs uh, podcast I do uh, for wrestling maybe but they were saying like well maybe it is the case but the writers on Raw are just like not necessarily that great and the writers on SmackDown are pretty great and better at just like getting ideas across and, and so so Vince takes whatever those ideas are and just magnifies them so he's taking that like not great idea and making it more not great yeah. and taking the great idea and making it more great I don't know if that's you know the case or not but it's very perplexing nonetheless yeah yeah um, you want to talk about Takeover briefly? Absolutely. Okay. So you and I also watched Takeover yesterday together, and we're just like left, like, wow, that was a really solid pay per view through and through. Specifically, want to highlight the tag team match between the Revival and DIY, the mm-hmm. two out of three falls match. Yeah. Ma- match of the year, in my opinion. Sure. We instantly the show got over and we rewatched that match. Yes. Like with, without within thirty seconds, it's like let's watch this again. Um, and it 
was the same as like a great TV show or a great movie in which you go back and rewatch it and catch little, yeah. you catch new things. Yeah, picking up little details, oh, certainly. God. Yeah. So good. Uh, the, the thing I remember, so and, and there's so much, there's continuity between their old matches. And not, not from like a while ago, just within the last six months, there's continuity. Yes. Um, for example, Johnny Gargano injuring that same leg again that was injured, you know, in their uh, the match at Brooklyn. I want to say, yeah, and then re, uh, f- you know, injured at the C- uh, the Cruiserweight Classic yep. match with uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, and and uh, and re injured in in the uh, uh, T J Perkins match as well. Sure, um, and and just like having learned and scouted all the dirty tricks. Exactly, and the one that comes to my mind is uh, I Dash think the- going under the ring. And and uh, pulling Tommaso away from the uh, apron so that he can't get the tag, mm-hmm. which I think they did in Brooklyn. Yep. And he went to do it again today, but uh, Tommaso scouted it, saw it happening, yes. and avoided it. But uh, they were still able to pull off yeah. a, a secondary dirty trick. Yes. Despite that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, it's like ah, j- it's a constant one-upsmanship between these two teams. Absolutely. Hey Liz, you want to watch a match? Do you have Do you have two minutes? <laughs> we'll, we'll show you. Yeah, um, it was fantastic. Uh, so as as unpredictable a match as that was, like even the most predictable match on that card, which was the Ask a Mickey James match, right? There were still moments where we were like, "Well, maybe well, Mickey James wins." And, and even then, even if you weren't, like it was still a great fucking showing from from beginning to end. Yeah, totally. Um, what else happened on that card? Uh, uh, the Dusty Classic, Authors of Pain. Great. Yeah. Versus uh, TM61. Yeah. Like, TM61 uh, had a, had a, they showed out. Um, and there was a nice showcase for them. Yeah. Totally. And, and there were moments where it was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe something screwy happens. Maybe this swerve happens. And it's like, no, not really. Like the yeah. entire night. Like, Even the attempt to cheat, mm. which maybe this did get affected because we haven't talked about this since. With Paul. When Ellering dropped the chain, so he's he's above the ring yeah. in a shark cage because of course he is. Yeah, takes the chain from around the door, drops it into the ring so that one of the authors can use it uh, like a brass knuckles, basically. Yeah, and then something happens to where like he gets he, speared or yeah, you know shoulder he, like, blocked, throws it, and it goes into the crowd <laughs> yeah, with like pretty high velocity. Like I maybe could have killed somebody. <laughs> I, I think it was like yeah, he got like shoulder blocked or something, yeah. and like the like you know, like oof, and like it flew well, off his hand or something. Well, if it was supposed to play into the finish, like you couldn't tell. Yeah, I really didn't know. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. So even the attempt at, ch- at cheating, at chicanery, yeah. at shenanigans in that match <laughs> didn't fucking play into it at all. Right, right. Uh, uh, yeah, completely satisfying. Very good. And you could sign, you could see how story is. It's okay They're to t- see where story's going. Totally telling story in the ring. Like all, all the all the matches at NXT TakeOver did that. Uh, we started out the night with Bobby Roode and Ty Dillinger. Right. And and that was just a damn good solid match. It was a solid match. Great yeah. way to start the show off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, it made the crowd unbearable for the rest of the weekend. It was crazy because the same crowd was at this show <laughs> was at NXT Takeover and uh, Survivor Series. We'll, we'll probably be there on uh, Raw. Raw. So you know, Dillinger has this thing. He's the perfect ten. So the crowd loves to say you know ten, 10, 10 for everything. 10 for right? everything. So when the ref is you know counting somebody out, you know instead of one two three, they're counting ten ten ten. Okay, it's fun. It's cute. It's, you know, you're playing along with you know his gimmick, but why are you gonna keep doing that the rest of the night for Takeover into Survivor Series doing it? Wild, absolutely Dude, it's wild. Just, it's just hitting me now, like how fucking past its time this gimmick was, because like he would have had so many fucking like 
uh, uh, sponsorship opportunities with collect call companies. <laughs> yeah, C A L L A T T. Or like 100 10 10 220. Sure. 10 10 3 2 1. God, yeah. He uh, just missed it like yeah. by 10 years. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a great match. Rude's still looking good. And he looked great in it too. Yeah, totally. Um, and had a great little backstage promo afterwards. Um, and killer entrance too yeah. with that choir. Oh, absolutely. So good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, the main event uh, Shinsuke versus Joe. Which honestly, I don't think it was anything necessary to write home about, but it was just a solid no, match. It was a good, solid, strong style match. Yeah. Um, and, and and it got me. I was like, "Holy shit, this yeah, is happening!" Like we were both surprised. And honestly, like I'm glad Joe, Joe winning. I, I my favorite wrestler on NXT is probably Shinsuke. Yeah. But I like that Joe won because it it sort of shook me up a little bit. Like, oh, like he's not safe. Like he can lose. Yeah. And Joe is that good. Some Game of Thrones shit right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Joe becomes the first two-time NXT champion, mm. um, which yeah. means he's going to be unbearable. You, you so did, good. Yeah, you did a lot of stuff there, especially the night that your first two-time NXT tag team champions lost. Mm, true, true. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of just a lot of good shit all the way yeah, around. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, all right, well, how does Shinsuke get back on this? You know. Yeah, and then yeah, we get sort of like because he kind of came in hot, you know, like he sort of just came in and won the title. You know, so now it's like, oh, he's he's now he's in a rebuilding phase. He's gonna have to work his way back yeah. up, or, or you know, whatever. whatever. We're gonna get some story out of it. Yeah. So yeah, we just got like a ton of cool story plot lines going on. You know, um, all within two and a half hours. Yeah. You know, um, was just such a stark contrast to what we saw tonight, which is three and a half hours of like just wrestling to wrestle. You know, which I don't think, for me at least, doesn't pass muster. To anymore. me, no, it was three and a half hours of of completely. Not just missing opportunities, because that implies that you you weren't aware of it. Sure. Like actively destroying opportunities. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like you've reset so many people. This was a step back. Yeah. Uh whatever. Not my company. Yeah, right, right. It's like okay, you know, I'll, whatever. Yeah. I'll watch I, it and I'll enjoy the good stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I still gotta go to work tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but like, you know, you still wanna fucking you want it to be good. Yeah. Well, I mean, WWE loves 50-50 booking, so we got good takeover, bad Survivor Series. Right. <laughs> uh, I got nothing else. I'm, I'm yeah, just, I'm, I'm good. I'm tapped. I'm this tapped, is a good yeah. episode. <laughs> this is a good episode of wrestling talk. <laughs> baby, baby. Ooh. Uh, cool. You got any uh, plugs or anything? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Podswoggle on everything. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you know the deal there. Subscribe. Rate and review on iTunes and Google Play Music. Also, find us at our home of ArcadeAudio.net, where you can find us and all the other wonderful shows uh, on the network, um, including yours, sir. That's right, Dilettante Ball. Um, I, I host a podcast called Dilettante Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? If, if you want to cleanse your palate of, of wrestling from this weekend, go ahead and read my blog. Uh, I'm right in the middle. of so My blog is called Raw Blog, and, and I'm going back and watching it. Every episode of Monday Night Raw. And guess what, baby? I'm also watching WCW Nitro, and the NWO is happening, and it's awesome, and it's the best. Wrestling was wrestling is and can be good. I promise you. You just have to go back 20 years to find it. You finally got fucked, man. You finally got <laughs> fucked by wrestling. How does it like? How does that feel? Uh, it feels. Do you feel betrayed? I don't believe it. I just don't believe it. Don't believe I'm like, it. oh no, they'll make they'll make it up to me You're tomorrow in on Raw. They'll make it up tomorrow. That's how they get you. I know. Because they can always, they, they always can make it up to yeah. you. And then when Raw doesn't, you know, pan out, well, they got SmackDown tomorrow. It's Undertaker a, will certainly be on SmackDown. It's perpetual. Yeah. Can't win. <sighs> Drugs. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah. 
uh, thanks to Mullen for calling in earlier. Uh, thanks to Spencer here. Um, Liz, we're about to make you watch this match. It's going to be great. Um, might record you as well. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Why not? Um, uh, so, yeah. Um, thanks uh, for checking us out and picking us up. And, Jesus. Uh, do we, we are. Do sw- we do this? We are swagging off. <laughs> God. For Mullet, for Rich, for Spencer Chicago. That's it. Yeah, okay. We are swagging off. I, it just shows you how early I tune, on, tune out. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, what is that? What's happening? Wait, what's happening? What? <laughs> I am deeply incredulous. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> And pretend. <laughs> there, his kid. Yeah, this is his kid. His kid. I don't give a shit about your kid. Oh. <laughs> Wait though. <laughs> what? What? Rich, I saw someone on Reddit say, "I've never seen somebody know so happiness like Lesnar's or uh, like Goldberg's kid." <laughs> Like your father. No, don't make me that one. I put my shirt back on. I don't want to swim. I put my shirt back on. Let me, let me put my shirt back on. This whole thing is yep. weird. Like, so yeah. that was it. We're just done and we're just never going to talk about it and just on to the next thing that probably doesn't involve yeah. either of them. So we involved a lot of people and got them invested just so one guy could have a good relationship with his son. Yep. And then promptly squander it. By parading his half-naked body in front of take millions of take people. Take off your shirt. Take off your shirt. Get the ring. Take off your shirt. In front of 17,000 people in Toronto. Oh. That poor child. I hope he has a good bar mitzvah. <laughs> That's it. That's the end. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.